it before. It was as though the electrical current running through the wires was responding to a disruption in the way things were supposed to be, a glitch in reality. Henry, she said, pleading, hopeful. His grip tightened as he stumbled along behind them. He brought the lamp's heavy base down on her assailant. If the man carrying her flinched, she did not feel it. If he grunted or yelled out, she did not hear it. What he did was stop. He spun around so quickly the woman's husband lost his grip on her, and now facing the other direction, she lost sight of him. Being suddenly denied her husband's visage felt like getting the wind knocked out of her. She realized he was face to face with the man who'd taken her, and that felt like watching him step off a cliff. No! she screamed, her voice finding some volume. Henry! His hand gripped her ankle, then broke free. The man under her moved in a violent dance, jostling her wildly. He spun again, and her head struck the wall. The lights went out completely. But no, not the lights. Her consciousness. It came back to her slowly, like the warmth of fire on a blustery day. She tasted blood. She'd bitten her tongue. She opened her eyes. Henry was crumpled on the floor, receding as she was carried away. The children stood over him, touching him, calling him. Her son's eyes found hers again. Determination hardened his jaw, pushed away the fear, at least a measure of it. He stepped over his father's legs, coming to her rescue. Henry raised his head, weary, stunned. He reached for the boy, but missed. Over the huffing breath of the man, the soft patter of her son's feet reached her ears. How she'd loved that sound, knowing it was bringing him to her. Now she wanted it to carry him away, away from this danger. Her husband called to him in a croaking, strained voice. The boy kept coming. She spread her arms. Her left hand clutched at open air, but the right one touched a wall. She clawed at it. Her nails snagged the wallpaper. One nail peeled back from her finger and snapped off. Her assailant turned again into a room, one of the small antechambers, like a mudroom before the real room. He strode straight toward the next threshold. Her son reached the first door, catching it as it was closing. Mom! Panic etched old man lines into his young face. His eyes appeared as wide as his mouth. He banged his shoulder on the jam, trying to hurry in. Stay, she said. She showed him her palms in a stop gesture, hoping he would understand, hoping he would obey. She took in his face, as a diver takes in a deep breath before plunging into the depths. He was fully in the antechamber now, reaching for her with both arms, but her captor had already opened the second door and was stepping through. The door was swinging shut behind him. The light they were stepping into was bright. It swept around her, 
through the opening and made pinpoints of the boy's irises. His blue eyes dazzled. His cheeks glistened with tears. He wore his favorite pajamas. Little R2-D2s and C-3PO's all over them, threadbare and too small for him. I... she started, meaning to say she loved him, but the brute bounded downward, driving his shoulder into her stomach. Air rushed from her, unformed by vocal cords, tongue, lips. Just air. Mom! her son screamed, full of despair, reaching almost to the door. Mom! The door closed, separating her from her family forever. Chapter 1 Saturday, 